citizens, welcome to Beer Me A Movie, a very special edition of Beer Me A Movie. Happy Thanksgiving, folks. Happy I'm Dave Michaels. Happy Turkey Day. I'm Brian Betts. Gobble, gobble. Don't say gobble, gobble. I'm going to use that against you at some point <laughs> in some way. It's going to be real sexy, though. <laughs> yeah, you better gobble. What? Turkey. what? What? We're what? We're about to talk about a wholesome fucking movie, and this is what you're doing? Wholesome? Ish. It gets there. <laughs> it gets there eventually. <laughs> this week we are doing a commentary track on the 1987 feature film, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, written and directed by John fucking Hughes. The uncancelable John fucking Hughes. He kicked the bucket before anyone could get to him. It's a smart yeah. move, really. It's a good awesome PR strategy. Move. You've seen this thing before, right? Uh, about a hundred times. I've only seen this once before. And really? It was like two years ago, too. So it's fairly recent. So I'm very excited to dive into it now. Are you ready? I was born ready. I have the Paramount Plus pulled up and I'm ready to go. Fantastic. I'm looking at some mountains. The uh, Paramount stars are about to circle them. And we're going to all hit play at the same time in five, four, three, two, one. Ah, airplane sounds. I should probably turn the volume down on this movie a little. I put closed captions on it like a monster. Hey, some people got to do that. Yeah, deaf people. People with auditory processing disorders also. Is ADD an auditory processing disorder? Uh, yes, it can be. <laughs> okay. It, it is, is one of the comorbidities, as they call them. Is that what they call them? Um, sure. Those words just went flying on by. How's anyone supposed to know they what they're sure watching? did. Also, are there no credits? Where's all the, the stuff on the screen? All the actors <laughs> and, and directors there's, and everything. There's an actor. Stephen Martin. There's no names. No, I know him. He's the gray-haired man. Who did the music? Who wrote and directed this thing? Tell me about the executive producer. So there's no words on the screen. I'm very confused. I remember seeing The Lion King in theaters way, 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 way back in the day. And yeah. my first question after the thing ended was, hey, what's death? Or I whatever know. it might be. It wasn't that. It was, why did they put The Lion King name at the end of it? At the end of the movie, yeah. That's a great question. Have you ever been in the situation where you have a plan to catch, but you can't get out of whatever you're doing? No. Usually, when I'm in a rush to catch a plane, it's of my own doing. Are you shitty at timing planes out? Like, it tells I'm you on your ticket. Everything out. You, you know what? After having recorded with you for like four or five years, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> the hardest, yes. At this point, I don't even make excuses. It's just who I am as a person. <laughs> yeah, I freak out whenever I'm running late about anything at all. So, same. Oh, that's I freak out often. You are a masochist, sir. Have you ever been in one of these meetings where nobody talks? I feel like you might have been in one of those. That's like more of a creative thing than anything. Yeah. I mean, I work with a lot of sales folks and they never shut the fuck up. <laughs> Chekhov's gloves. <laughs> have you ever heard the story about how john hughes wrote this thing 
I have not. It's a true story. Well, I love that. This movie's a true story. So John Hughes uh, was, I guess, flying home, flying somewhere, ended up in one of these massive, massive delays going to different cities and whatnot. He met an old man who was a salesperson and just started chatting him up and pretty much just said, I have an idea for a screenplay now. <laughs> and then he did it. Amazing. And then he wrote the screenplay in a weekend. That's insane. At least the first draft. Apparently the- that was like his thing, though, is that he would dive into like movies in his own head and just, as his son called it, a fugue state. He would go into okay. just writing. Sure. Just turn off and write. So you're saying it took less time to write this movie than it did to experience it. Doesn't... Oh, like in real time in the movie? Yeah. I'm saying oh, yeah. like, if this is based on true events that happened to him, he was... His journey took at least three days. I'm trying to figure the road out that they're on right now. Oh, it's quick cutting's not helping, man. Question. Man, how neat would that be if he just got like his head smushed by that taxi and that just rolls credits? <laughs> <Movie's over. laughs> it's just John Candy, the driver. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Gary's on. <laughs> Instead, we follow Kevin Bacon's journey home. I've always wondered, Kevin Bacon, if you're in a movie with him, is your Kevin Bacon, is your Bacon number zero or one? I would imagine that if you've worked with him at all, you're at, ooh, I feel like the only person who can claim maybe the zero is Kevin Bacon, is either Kevin Bacon or his wife, because even oh, okay. his kids, I feel like are like one removed. They're what? Yeah. It's like, we know Kevin Bacon. They were We've... made Bacons. Yeah. I'm a one degreeer. That's right. You are a one degreeer. Which makes you a two degree, which makes all you people here, I guess, kind of two degreeers, fringe threeers. I don't know. Fringe three. Yeah. <laughs> if you hear a bacon number ever comes up, you can claim I listened to a podcast where a guy worked with Kevin Bacon. That's right. <laughs> How old did he know, know what him? That means for numbers. He bought him a sweater vest. <laughs> I love that. A sweater vest. Yeah, well, it's not really a sweater vest. It's a Patagonia vest that he got me for Christmas. It was pretty excellent. Okay. Man, they're way up Park Ave, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Not Park centrally, but mid-Park Ave. (laughs) That's probably like right outside where the NFL is based, tell you the truth. Yeah? Yeah. How could you be, like, mean to John Candy ever? Right? He's such a wholesome, innocent guy. So sweet. There's a little bit of sadness in him, though. (laughs) I guess. Ooh, LaGuardia! That's something that Steve Martin said in an interview once. It's like, John Candy is exactly like he is in this movie, just a sweet, wholesome guy. And there's just, like, a little bit of sadness behind behind that. Yeah, that's what, like, kept them humble, though. Yeah. Because during the making of this, a lot of people said that Steve Martin was incredibly nice, but when the cameras were off, he wasn't, quote unquote, on anymore. Like, he wasn't trying to be the funny guy in the room. He wasn't trying sure. to be the center of attention. He was just a very down-to-earth guy. But then they say, is that the Malone house? 
It might be the Home Alone house. <laughs> that was weird. All right. Uh, but then they said that John Candy was just like one of the guys, pretty much. What you see yeah, is that's... what you get for the most part. I believe that. Is that one of the Lawrences? I don't know. That is a bull cut. It's absolutely the Lawrence. Is that Matt? How am I supposed to know? Well, you know it was one of the Lawrences. He's got Lawrence face. He's got he's got total resting Lawrence face. <laughs> I think it's Matthew Lawrence. Okay. I'm going to believe whatever you tell me. I don't know what dated that harder. The payphone or the bowl cut? The payphone, the bowl cut, the landline in the house. Didn't that number already flip to 58? <laughs> I think it might have. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're just reusing footage at this point. That fucking hack, John Hughes. The Canadian Mounted. Oh, I love it. Did you ever hear about the cutscene that was here? No. Where John Candy's smoking a cigarette and eating a hot dog at the same time? <laughs> I love that. In a way that only John Candy could do. If I weren't in my basement right now, I would totally pour one out for him. He deserves it. Yeah, big time. You ever had a when cab? When did people stolen? stop? A what? A cab? A cab? Sorry, I was focused stolen? on the hacks. I was about to say, when did people stop wearing fedoras? It's a good look. It's really not bad. It, you know, there's a certain type of person who can pull it off, I think. It's kind of like a, a scally cap, also, like a peaky yes. blinders type cap. I've exactly. wanted one for years, man. For years. Uh, my trainer wears one and he pulls it off. But that's the whole thing. Well, does he pull it off, actually? Or are you so used to it now that he's like worn it so often that you just got used to it? That's a possibility, actually. Maybe that's what it takes is that no one can actually pull it off until you just you commit just to it long enough. Make it a part of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really wish I knew how much of this movie was improvised that actually made it to the screen versus how much is scripted. I agree. John Hughes because... apparently let everybody go off script whenever the hell they wanted. He would do certain takes where only certain people could stay on script, but then others got to go off and play. And then apparently whenever he cut it together, it was mostly as scripted, but he captured a lot of lightning in a bottle. Yeah, that's um, that's amazing. <laughs> You have to really be able to commit to being able to rewrite things and, and make things work to let people go off script like that. I worked with a director once, uh, Dan Schechter. And what movie was that? It's a movie called Supporting Characters, actually. Uh, Alex Karpovsky was in that. He was kind of like the uh, one of the people, one of the guys, one of the two from the show Girls. Okay. Not Adam Driver, the other guy. <laughs> Not Adam Driver. And he would always say, like, yeah, have fun. Go off script. Do whatever you want to do on this thing. At the end of the day, I'm credited as the writer either way. Uh, that's a good point. So, you know, he's got these pros who are going to punch up his own stuff for him. It works out. That's the same shot as from Airplane. <laughs> shower curtain ring division. Wow, look at that. Those are little shower. That's, that cannot be to scale, right? I mean, why not? I mean, to scale, depends on what you mean. Like, they're not full scale. 
not so a shower scale. rod in the world. Well, if you scale something down, it's still proportionally correct. It's just the wrong size. <laughs> I suppose that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm relating so hard to Steve Martin right now that it hurts. <laughs> Please don't talk to me. I just want to zone out and get home. This is my nightmare on an airplane. Is someone sitting next to me and talking to me? Would you believe me if I told you I'm the guy that talks in the plane? Are you? No way. No, absolutely not. Oh, God, your headphones. Headphones on, neck pillow on? You know what? I never understood the neck pillow until my most recent flight, and I was like, I got to get a neck pillow. Because I was sitting old, buddy. Oh, shit. I was sitting middle, and I was like, this is where it comes in handy. I don't have TikTok, but on Twitter, I sometimes get TikTok things still. And sure. like you have one of those like today I learned type pages. And one of them that I just saw was like today I learned in that like fake robot voice that pops up on all that shit. And this girl's like folding out the back of her airline airplane seat to make sort of like a headrest. And it like blew her mind. Yeah. They, they have the fold out parts. It, it's a fold out thing. I like my biggest question about that is how the hell didn't you know that? Seriously, I've accidentally flipped those things so many times. <laughs> See, now this is my nightmare. <laughs> the zombie eyes open there. Talk all you want. Just don't sleep on me. There's another way to go about this. That's totally the whole alone house. There's another way to go about this is lean yes. in. Just lean in. Just lean in. You only got like two hours. Cuddle. Suck it up. You get chummy. You both take a little napsy on each other. Lean in. Yeah. Put your arm around him. Snuggle up. No, the There's other a lot witch of concern is there. There's so much, <laughs> like the way she said it. I was like, I'm a witch shot. Are you all right? Wichita, like the plane crashed Kansas? or something. It's like, yeah, the plane crashed. I'm this common calling you from a payphone. Yes. <laughs> and the plane crashed way away from where we were supposed to be going. <laughs> The Kansas Triangle gets him every time. <laughs> it's not much of a motto. It's really it's just slapping not. some words together. Hey, something to live by. Like your work, love your life. Look at that. Fedora in the background, old man scally cap. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. What a combination. And he's staring at Steve Martin. <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's the guy from the movies. Wait a minute. Am I in a movie? Should I be saying peas and carrots right now? For dry red eyes. He went off the deep end. Or he was always off the deep end. I never noticed. Clear eyes has an ingredient to moisturize. Wow. That wasn't his actual money that people were winning, right? Come on. <laughs> no way did he make enough to be able to give away that much. If he did, he's regretting it now. Oh, holy shit. This is a Fedora Scallycat movie. Look at all of them. Oh, my God. And look at the guy in the back. He's got the little brim. That's a choice. I love the little brim. Even the lady's got a nice little hat there. Wow. 
whoever the wardrobe designer on this uh, realized this is going to be boring as shit. Let me find some fun hats. <laughs> Look, we're just establishing things right now. And what we're mostly establishing is this is a hat wearing world. <laughs> Oh, man, the look. Would you yeah. get in this cab if it came to pick you up? That cab? Absolutely, I would. Yeah. Are you kidding? It looks pretty awesome. <laughs> it reminds me of this one Uber I had in Chicago. And uh, the guy pretty much, like, when we got in the car, he said, I like to listen to music loud. Is that going to be a problem? I went, no. Not gonna be a problem. The guy I was working with, he's like, no, nah, it's not gonna be a problem. And then the guy just blasted Slayer for like 30 minutes as we drove downtown. 30 minutes? The best part about it, no one said a word the entire I trip. I love that. So it it's like he figured out a way to not have to listen to the bullshit people are saying behind him and also not have to participate in it. And it was just live That's his not life. Bad. The there's the opposite way to go, which is I was in down in New Orleans and I got into a cab. And the guy said, if you can sing the next song that comes on the radio and get every word, I'll give you $100. And I fucking did. And he was very impressed. I sang along, top of my lungs. Don't even remember what song it was. And then he was like, all right. That I feel was like pretty you just lucky. took the air out of your own story there. I know. By not, but I also know that you're like a human music lyrics catalog. Yeah. It was probably like a Taylor Swift song or something. I really can't remember. It might have been... Actually, it might have been a, a Whitney Houston song. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> but that ended, and he was like, all right, for real, I will give you this if you can get the next song. And I was starting to think, this guy's not going to give me that That, that guy money. didn't have $100, buddy. Oh, he was showing it to me. He had it in his hand. He had a $100 bill in his hand. <laughs> How fucked up would it be? If you get the next five songs, and he holds up his kidney? <laughs> so the next song came on, and it was Dancing Queen. And I was like, done, buddy, done. <laughs> So I sing the entire the entirety of Dancing Queen. He hands me the hundred dollar bill, and it's it's counterfeit. It's yeah, clearly see, printed. The man got you printed on paper, but it was like the most fun Uber I've ever been in. It sounds like and he was very like impressed. The, the scam version of Cash Cab. Well, that's what at first I was like. Is this some sort of like New Orleans Cash Cab that I don't know about? I'll sing. They love music down here. I can see it happening. I've never been and down then, there um, still. No, it's just a just a piece of printer paper with a hundred dollar bill printed on it. <laughs> with his so dick I gave him a hundred dollars. George tip. Washington's nose. Did you bullshit tip him? I gave him a hundred dollar tip with his hundred dollar bill. Fantastic! That That's the way to do it, though. Get yeah, it right. I, like, I had a lot of fun in here, man. Right, here's a tip. So I used to work in the hotel industry, and mm -hmm. this is questionable at best. This room. Because now you can't have any like prints on the beds or anything like that, so you can actually tell if things are clean. Right. You want to know how you can tell if you have a clean hotel room? I'm very curious. Well, two things. Check the corners in the bed. Right. See if there's any blood stains there. Not from murder, from the bed bugs. From bed bugs. And then go to a picture frame and just scrape your finger across the top of there. If it's clean, you know, you know that they take care of the rooms. If it's not, just uh, be a little careful top of the picture frame that makes yeah, sense because it means they got dust it means they care about what they're looking at yeah 
I learned most of that from the show Hotel Impossible. I think that's what it was called, where the uh, guy went around fixing up hotels. Okay. And then when I started working in the industry, I found out the guy's a dick. Yeah, and cleaning up hotels is impossible. <laughs> it's impossible. Wow, there's like dirt on the wall. His eyes were open. Why did he choose to close them? Yeah. That's a filthy room. I like how they're letting Steve Martin do the comedy here. Yes. Let's get some physical shower comedy (laughs) before he turned into a total dick. You ever been on one of those beds? No. I haven't either. I always wanted to, though. Same. I mean, I've been in the Poconos, but... (laughs) (laughs) What was the point? Is it like a massage type thing? Is it a ride? Elevated sexy times? I don't know. That's too much water. Yeah. That's a really good psych egg. It looks so big, and it's not. Would you go for the dirty towel at that point and just hope for the best? Uh, After everything I know about Dell so far, probably not. Okay. Okay. Especially if that scene with him eating the hot dog and smoking at the same time was still in there. <laughs> it was cut. It didn't happen canonically. <laughs> Good for them, though, for for going together at this in the yeah. bed. Like, I know me. Well, I'd be on the floor already. For sure. You would be. Because... <laughs> I'm always, I'm a rollover when it comes to that, man. People always take the bed over me, and I'm just like, yeah, okay. I'll sleep on the floor. It's sure. Fine. I had a buddy who used to sleep in the bathtub. Why? I don't know. Like, yeah, you have a natural sit-up position, sort of. It just, it seems more uncomfortable than the floor to me, and it, I question all of their choices. It's some quality lighting right now. Yeah. That's tricky to do through that window. I'm digging it. Pretty well done, John Hughes. Was he texting? I would say no. It's <laughs> That's what they would be doing now. Ah, oh, sexy book by Lighter Flame. <laughs> Come on! The Canadian Mounted. <laughs> Are you a joint cracker? Finger cracker? Everything cracker? Oh yeah, everything cracks. Yeah, I'm a big everything cracker. Like, uh, my it, my fingers, my wrists, my knees, my ankles, my hips. Oh Jesus, you cracking oh, yeah. things I didn't know you can crack. Oh yeah. One of my friends from high school was a toe cracker. A toe cracker? Yeah. Every once in a while, I can get it, but it's Every not a common thing. Once, yeah, I, I agree with you there. But he would sit there and like, like what you do with your knuckles, you push them in and stuff. He would do that with his toes. Oh, and he would like that's, use it as a weird conversation starter. It was, that's a choice. It was odd to say the least. 
I'm not afraid to be him, man. I love it. I mean, good I for him, but, so much. but also have a little bit of awareness. John Candy made sure he got a perm for this movie, too. I mean, choices were made, and I love it. Choices were made. He's got a mouthful of teeth. They're in there already. Yeah. They're not out, out of it. <laughs> I love the mental <laughs> gymnastics. <laughs> <laughs> I even let you pay for it so you wouldn't feel like an intruder. <laughs> that makes it his room. Yeah. All right, I don't relate to him anymore. I don't like it. Yeah. He's kind of mean. What's the words on the vomit bag? What would they possibly be? Right? That is just straight out of like an improv class, I'd imagine. And this would be the time where you could go, yes, and... God, he's the fucking worst. Right? Like, why would you keep going? You see the look on his face. It's so weird, like, seeing him in this movie after just watching the latest season of Only Murders. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, he got old. He got old. He got... It's bound to he happen. He seems old here, but he's actually old now. <laughs> yep. Uh, the face finally caught up to the hair. <laughs> I can't believe he's still going. Yeah, that's actually some good advice for the podcast. Have a point. <laughs> uh, what are you saying, Dave? <laughs> Steve Martin is 78 years old. Doesn't look a day over 77. Which is crazy, because I thought when this movie came out that Steve Martin was 78 years old. <laughs> Man, that is like the ultimate diffusers. Like, I get it. I'm an easy target. Right. You just completely destroyed the person who was just destroying you. Sorry that I care. You sure do mention your wife a lot. Yeah, you do. What you That's see is what you get. That's also true. He's he's unapologetically himself. Even when he probably could be a little apologetic. <laughs> yeah, sure. 
neither of these are perfect human beings. And I think that's the point. What monster doesn't close the blinds in a hotel room? That's a great question, especially if you're on the first floor. Are you Those kidding? are wide open. Well, that's how you get that cool light shot. <laughs> that's a very good point. But I mean, you're going to get like the Wichita Spanker or something just standing out there waiting. The Wichita Spanker. Hey, never heard of the Wichita Spanker? I have now. Tell me, Dave, what does the Wichita Spanker do? Oh, I don't know. Do? I, just, I just tried to get you to yes and again. Just out of curiosity to see if you would. <laughs> There's no way Wichita's Spanker seemed like a real... Go through the window! It's open! Didn't have to. Got her. All right, never mind. <laughs> I like how the whole knob turned instead of just the, the lock. <laughs> it's like, this thing, this is not even a functional lock. You have so many pockets. Why are you using your hat? That hotel is way too close to that highway. It's so close to that. Another reason you should close the blinds. All right, we got chiclets. We got Cracker Jacks open from the bottom. Holy hell, what's wow. wrong with you? Well, you want to get to the prize first. That's how you do it. <laughs> I guess that's actually a good point. <laughs> that's how I used to open cereal boxes as a kid. That's not true. I didn't do that. <laughs> I believe this is improvised. Not this part, but the punchline. <laughs> this scene is iconic. Look how close they got. They had their little <laughs> their little tiff at the in the middle of the night and now they're good again, man. Between the pillows. <laughs> That's the improvised <laughs> line. I mean, you got that close. The guy, he might as well, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, stick a thumb up there. <laughs> I love the game. I love that. You see the handprints on the wall? Right above the bed. There I'm, like trying to, I'm trying to judge this bathroom for uh, pooping purposes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I do that sometimes. Judge it's very important person. to do. Oh, no, don't do that. Comedy is ensuing. I mean, he did give him a warning. It's just a little late. It's true. He thought of it. Are you cheating on me? Get cereal at a diner, unless he's got that other uh, backup meal there too. That's a lot Still, of food. Even then, who gets you're, cereal you're at a mixing diner? Mixing and matching things. I don't like it. That looks like it's meatloaf and hash browns. 
All right. In the background, strawberry. In the background, we got a uh, trucker hat. Yeah. And then off to the left, we have old lady with hat and guy with possible sailor's hat. I can't quite figure out what kind of hat that is. I think it is sailor hat. <laughs> That's like a captain's hat. You'll go in the water. The cage goes in the water. The shark's in the water. <laughs> and she's wearing hair that looks like a hat. Look at that. Directly behind, too. Cowboy hat. Cowboy hat. This is crazy. This movie has all the kinds of hats. And also because a stuffed leopard. <laughs> because why not? <laughs> There's also a fox over by the open sign. It feels more appropriate now. But eat the sign? Hold, but the eat sign is inside the blinds that are closed right that now. That are closed. That's a choice, and I really like that. You got to close <laughs> the blinds for filming reasons. You have to make up for the blinds you left open earlier. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> oh, you don't want to lock down all the shit behind there. Definitely close the blinds. Yeah. I love that, knowing exactly how much money's in your wallet at all times. I guess in the 80s, it's more common because you don't have a lot of credit cards. Man, that would have been a hell of a move if Steve Martin's like actually robbed him right now. Like he did have <laughs> the money in there. No. Yeah. Boom. Empty. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Neiman Marcus card. That's how I feel about my Wawa credit card. I can time only out. use it time at it, one time place. Time out, time out, time out, time out. You have a Wawa credit card? You're goddamn right I have a Wawa credit card. Why do you have a Wawa credit Because you also have an Apple card, don't you? I do have an Apple card, but an Apple card is accepted everywhere. It's just a it's MasterCard. Oh, so Wawa card's only accepted at Wawa. Only accepted at Wawa. Where's the nearest Wawa to you? Yes. Uh, about a mile away. Oh, shit. I didn't realize they went that far south. Oh, yeah. They're all the way down in Florida, man. Man, the times they are changing. I mean, they skip the Carolinas, but... As they They should. skip the Carolinas in Georgia, but yeah. Virginia's got Wawa. Fucking Dylan Baker. I was just thinking and about Dylan Baker. Dylan Baker. I mean Dylan fucking Baker. Yeah, well, I mean, I was... So, I'm currently listening to Walter Isaacson's biography on Elon Musk, and so far, it's pretty good. The guy is fascinating in the worst way. Okay. But Walter Isaacson also did the Steve Jobs biography, which was read by Dylan Baker. So, I'm thinking of Dylan Baker, like, reading all these really smart, long, techie words and talking about Steve Jobs and philosophy <laughs> and shit. And that's what it's I'm a getting. Very different Dylan Baker. <laughs> that's what I'm getting. Dylan Baker's got rage. So the baby. disgusted look. Oh, the Dylan Baker read the audio face. Maybe I should have stated that too. Oh, I figured that's what you meant. <laughs> John Bill. Hughes told Dylan Baker to spit into his hand before he shook Steve Martin's hand. So so he would get an authentic look of disgust on Steve Martin's <laughs> face. And it worked. <laughs> 
Dylan Baker, show stealer. Oh, man. <laughs> Baby, come out sideways. <laughs> <laughs> Embrace the adventure, Neil. <laughs> How do you not notice the dog in there when you get in? How do, exactly? Like Did comedy just... is wonderful. I get that, but Did you just mir- miraculously not step on a dog as you got in the truck <laughs> with the trunk there too. You've really limited the space in that truck bed. Ah, uh, the Amish. The Amish. Oh, we're going to go see a murder today in a bathroom. And then <laughs> pray on it. That's Tell their me. version of tweeting it. Even the dog. <laughs> oh, there's the titular train. It's going to say, we did the planes, we did the trains now, and we're still... Are we fairly early in this movie? I can't even tell anymore. I'm having a ball. We're about half an hour in, I think. Damn. So, yeah. Third of the way. You got a favorite John Candy movie? Yeah. I do. You're going to say Uncle Buck? I was going to say Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh, damn. All right. <laughs> do you have one? It's Spaceballs, obviously. The Space only answer that it should be. obvious answer. Yes. I'm like, you went hipster, I feel like. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a bigger fan of, like, his more unknown work, (laughs) his more Thanksgiving-based work. (laughs) His Thanksgiving-based work's a little too last month for me. I like his Christmas-based work with Home Alone. (laughs) I was thinking of, like, you know, John Candy lead roles. I would say he's a lead in Spaceballs. I mean... I don't know. Barf is kind of, I would say, what, fifth on the call sheet? Mine who? Mel Brooks, obviously. Um, Bill Pullman. <laughs> ah, he could squeeze in the third, probably. Princess Vespa. Oh, what's her name? You know, the person who plays Princess <laughs> Vespa. Hold up. Uh, cowboy hat, cowboy hat, weirdo hat, trucker hat again. I'm waiting for a top hat. It looked like a Once, graduation hat. It was like very squared a, off. Very hat heavy movie. If we get a top hat, I'm going to finish my drink. I will join you on that one. Uh, the train shut down. That's Conductor hats. Want. Conductor hats. <laughs> wow. It really does have a... Is that Stanley? I'm just kidding. <laughs> If Planes, Trains, and Automobiles was in the Marvel Universe, the conductor absolutely would have been Stan Lee. Oh, 100%. That's the kind of cameo you need for Stan. Get out, look at the train, don't say anything. Excelsior! This movie's going off the rails! (laughs) Stan would see the movie later and be like, wait a minute, you didn't have me in the New York scenes? Fedora, sailor hat. Sailor hat, um... Beanies. Pom-pom hat. In the back, there's another hat that's like, it's, that's a super blossom hat, pretty much. Yeah. So many different kinds of hats. Man, 
costume department had a blast on this one. Where are they like, walking to? And why is every- no one arguing about it? Because I feel like everyone would be arguing about that like in this day and age. They're all walking away from the train because the train. In 1987, where they just told what to do and they just did it. And people just were like, "All right, well, guess I'm on my way then." Hitting the old dusty trail. Cross this manure field. So, well, now it's winter time. Now the hats make a lot of sense in this one. In this shot. Were they just oh, carrying yeah. the trunk upside oh, down? We got a gold miner hat, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that boy is prospected. Uh, he's got mice on his knee. Why does he have mice on his knee? <laughs> he's got I don't think cigar. I've ever Where's noticed that going? before. <laughs> and how'd the bus not make the title? I get that it's an automobile, but still. Planes, trains, buses, and automobiles was too long. We got a mini scout in the marquee. In the background, we got, uh, we got army recruit oh. hats. Wow. Unbelievable. There's a cowboy hat. Look at the army recruits behind them. They have the headphones under the hat. I love that. I wonder if like you have to do that. Obviously to maintain the integrity of the hat, but maintain the hat's lines. It's all part of dress code. Got him. Oh, man. Wanna Back be then, Kurt that was Cobain. actually still a good line. <laughs> hey, talk to the hand. I need to talk to my fist up your asshole, you fucking dick. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Easy there, 2023. <laughs> oh, we're having hey, fun here. Listen up. This is supposed to be a PG-13 movie until that one scene. You get one fuck. Yeah, okay. Oh, oops. I'm about Steve one, fucking Martin. How about one minute of straight fucks? <laughs> Neil doesn't strike me as the kind who would volunteer nope. to do this. This seems out of character. I, I don't like this at all. My anxiety's through the roof. Because uh, you know that there's people trip. on this bus who want nothing to do with it. Yeah. Well, they're mostly wearing headphones. But that's like 1987 headphones. They're not blocking out much. That's true. Man, how great would it have been if that bus just like drove off the bridge and the driver's just like, <laughs> I can't stand this either. I'm like, Dave. I'm done. Show me the autograph, Dell. I like how he's changing up his story. It's mostly to entertain himself. He knows his talk track already. I feel like this is definitely all improv. He just got to come up with a bunch of different things for these Shower curtain rings. Daryl Strawberry name drop. Love it. Galaga. I feel like maybe that scene is what like inspired Jordan Belfort. Like, sell this, sell me this pen. So yeah, and just wing it. <laughs> Del Griffith me this pen. 
Why'd you change the word sell out of all those things? Sell <laughs> Griffith just felt like it worked best as a verb. Oh, I got bad That's news, a weird kids. thing to be thankful for. Right? Especially like when your dad was supposed very to be home already. All right, John Hughes, you creep. There it is. The big mural in the background, like, reminds me of the diner from Schitt's Creek. Yes. Absolutely. David! David. L. <laughs> the sweater and bow tie, man, it's working. It, I, you know what? If anybody can pull it off, it's John Candy. I've done similar things, but never with a bow tie. That's just, that's the next level. He <laughs> uh, got you with that one. You had me in the first half. He's probably right, though. I mean, definitely. He's probably right. He's 100% that they right. We'll get to where they need to go faster if they separate. Yeah, but we still have half a movie. That's a good point. I got this idea for a short about these two guys <laughs> who go through a little bit of drama. And they then get to St. Louis, they split up, they get home fine. It's great. <laughs> it's fine. How far is St. Louis from Chicago? It's about a four-hour drive. That's not too bad. Like it. I think. I don't know. You could hitchhike that pretty easily, I'd imagine. There's a lot of people driving to Chicago. Hey, spoilers. <laughs> I've only said it once. Keep that That's in mind. True. <laughs> <laughs> These extras are awkward. They're so extra. <laughs> What was that voice? <laughs> you know what I don't like? What? Is uh, vehicles that have multiple doors for exit. Like an airport shuttle for the most part. Okay, yeah. Because, the front door and the back door? Yeah, but sometimes the back door isn't open and you feel ridiculous. Like I'm standing at the back door and nothing's happening. Like you get on that bus and everyone's kind of towards the front and then you get to the back and you're like, these fucking dummies don't know there's a door back here. And then they're like, that fucking dummy doesn't know that door doesn't open. <laughs> See? I don't like that choice, man. I don't like being I don't the like fucking that dummy. <laughs> As somebody who has stood in a parking lot at the St. Louis airport, I feel his pain right there. The shuttles just, they take so long. 
Right there, you're flirting with the PG-13. Yeah, you are. On 87, they didn't care about goddammits. Uh, fair enough. It's only until... It wasn't until mid-2000s where they started censoring God. <laughs> would you try to go down the steep part, or would you walk around? I'd walk To around. a part where you knew. Yeah, I would too. This is insanity. It is funny, though. It is. Yep. <laughs> hey, man, where's your hat? This is a hat movie. Maybe this is the thing, though, is that he lost Dell. So he lost his hat. So he lost his hat. Maybe it's all connected. It's, yeah, symbolism, Dave. I can't imagine his shoes or socks would be that fucked up from this walk. There's a lot of slipping and sliding. Oh, here we go, baby. Here we go! Edie fucking McClurg. Have you ever seen that video of Emma Stone doing this rant? Yes. It's wonderful. I love her so much, and uh, that just it put me over the top. Yeah. You got a favorite Emma Stone movie? There it is. Gobble, gobble. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Favorite Emma Stone movie? The Amazing Spider-Man 2. No, um, it's a good How question. dare you? How dare you? It's a good question. I really like La La Land, actually. I don't know if it's my favorite Emma Stone. No, but you're also a slut for musicals. Quote, I, Ryan Betts. I am. La La Land's great. So true. Fantastic movie. Easy A. That's one does it for me. Easy She's so, so good, good in that movie. Especially when she starts singing, uh, I got a pocket, got a pocket full of sunshine. He doesn't so much have like a five o'clock shadow. He's got like five o'clock muttons coming in. Well, I think that's dirt from his journey. Oh, well, all right. Fair enough. Yeah, that is dirt. Ugh. Iconic. Oh, she's so perfect. <laughs> oh. Classic. Love it. One of the all-time great lines. So good. You're fucked. This whole movie is worth it for that scene. Yeah, well, I'm good now. Yeah. You want to shut it off? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, commuter airlines. Was that like an airline or are they saying like, you're flying once a day, go here? I, I guess. <laughs> Fantastic question. Damn. Uh, cabby cap, by the way. Yeah, of course. Here we go again. Once again, could end the movie right there. 
Man, that is wild that the cabbie was just smirking at it. Right? Like, this guy's going to die. He did make fun of my prenus, though, so. <laughs> Chicago? You know you're in St. Louis, right? He made him injured. He doesn't give a shit. <laughs> so did he pull okay. him by the scrotum the entire way that's what it looked like to me that's what it looked like to me and i'm just like thinking about that i'm digging this music right now though it's pretty good i don't even know what kind of instrument makes that sound it's like a kid's keyboard toy <laughs> what are are you holding up to your face it's not a cold compress. It's just a rag. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to put a rag on your head. Help you feel better. <laughs> that is a fun bit. Why on earth are they not traveling by highway right now? Like St. Louis question. and Chicago very much have a highway that connect them. 100%. And now they're back on it again. Okay. I feel better. You know, in the script says John Candy does funny things with a seat. Of course. Apparently, this is one of the scenes that convinced Steve Martin to take the job. Well, stop him. There, well, there was nothing stopping him per se, but there were two scenes in the script that were like, "Yes, I'll absolutely do this." It was this scene and the the rant from the car rental. We cannot see out of the back windshield. Uh, that's because the trunk's in the way. Is that the trunk popping up that way? I think that's the trunk. Oh, it's a reflection of his... A reflection okay. of the trunk? I don't know. I can't tell. Either way, smart move, though, in filmmaking. Yeah. One less thing to worry about. <laughs> yeah, it is the trunk. Oh, but the trunk is, yeah. That is such a smart move. <laughs> oh, here we go again. They just had this conversation a yeah. night ago, maybe. I think it was the night prior. Look at how proud of himself he is. <laughs> well, why not, Steve? Why don't you play with your balls?
Oh, car seat gags. There's no reason why they shouldn't be able to get to Chicago right now. There's no reason. I agree. It was still daylight when they left St. Louis. Then again, it does get dark pretty quick this time of year. That's amazing. They're both able to just make comedy out of the same bit at a separate time while having pretty much the same conversation. That is impressive. Two comedy legends. See, now this I identify with. Driving down the highway, music cranked, singing along, dancing. This is me anytime I go anywhere. See, it depends, because I'm a big audiobook listener. It's kind of like cram it all in there. But then there's just sometimes it's like, I just can't anymore right now. And then I'll just throw on some songs, and then I'm just screaming, and I love it. Yeah, I'll put on music until I almost lose my voice, and then I'll listen to podcasts for a few hours. I'm not a dancer, though. Not even a little bit. Oh, see, this move right here where he's pianoing on the dashboard? A hundred percent. Playing, the, yep. I definitely play the air sax. Greased up? Of course. Is there any other way? <laughs> Swerving lanes because I'm too I like that focused swerved, on my playing. And it, and it didn't even affect him at all. Be like, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking around a little too much, aren't I? <laughs> He's messing with the lights. I love it. He's just having a good time. Ominous tones. I've also done this move. I've done this move. I don't think I've ever gotten it caught like that, though. I don't think you can get it caught like that anymore. It's always great how in any of these movies, stopping the car is never an option in this situation. You got to keep going. Got to get to Chicago. I like that he just lost two hubcaps. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) Still no thought about hitting the brake. No thought at all about hitting the brake. Come on, I know you can pull hard enough to rip that jacket. You probably could, but I like that. It's not even like a thought of like, how is this hooked? We're like a minute and a half into this bit right now. <laughs> he still has no intention to hit the brake. You ever steer steered with your knees? I don't. I don't think I have. It's a thing my dad used to do, just because he could, because he's really my tall. Dad, too. My dad's taller than me. I mean, I'm six foot. I think he's like six two. Yeah, my dad's six four. So like, 
He'd steer with his knees sometimes. And so I would, I'd try it, but I can't quite reach the, the steering wheel. Hey, look who finally hit the brakes. I feel like steering wheels kind of like changed though since then. Like maybe the height difference is there, even though I can't say that. I sit pretty close to the wheel when I drive. Oh, I That's do not. Comfortable. No, you are way back. Yeah. It's a great idea, Neil. Oh, a lot of hubcaps back on that car. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Weird, huh? <laughs> now, how do you mess this up? Well, he just spun out. I understand that the road doesn't change on the other side of it. That's true. The but laws I feel like still apply. If you spin enough times, you don't realize which way you're facing. If you spend enough times, Dell doesn't know which way he's facing. He is actively driving on the wrong side of the road right now. Even in the yeah. wrong lane and everything. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so good it's so good that's a very marx brothers line right there such a well-written uh <laughs> I really want to do that to somebody now. Like just driving down the street, just pretend to drink <laughs> drunk. Accusatory drinking. Like, even for movie drivers, he's the worst. Ah. <laughs> uh. Double foot break there. I love when they do those silly little cuts. You have, like, the skeletons and... It's Very a goof Tim Burton-esque. It's great. Oh, look at... Oh, man. That's a great gag. It's funny, like, this movie can get so slapsticky just out of nowhere. Yeah. Jackie goes back on. <laughs> that started this mess five minutes ago. <laughs> well, it's cold outside. That's fair. Is the cigarette still burning? Yeah, it has to be. Does that come up in a few minutes and I forgot something? Oh, yeah, it comes up. Okay. It's been a minute, man. It's been a minute. <laughs> <laughs> 
You got a favorite Steve Martin movie? Planes, trains, and <laughs> um, well, I'm blanking on Steve Martin's filmography right now. Actually, how could you? He's done so much. We we talked about the jerk. I think that's the problem. He's done so much that I can't can't really narrow it down. Cheaper by the dozen too. I knew it. You're such a sequel whore. I am. Was Tom Welling in the second one? I can't remember. Why Tom Welling doesn't even know he was in the second one. <laughs> Tom Welling doesn't even know he was in the first one. Was he in the first one? I'm pretty sure he was. Was he like their big get after Steve Martin? No, I think that was Hillary Duff. Oh, I forgot she existed again. Yeah. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> I actually don't remember at all who's in Cheaper by the Dozen. Oh, yeah. Hillary Duff. Bonnie Hunt. Tom Welling. It's got a cast. Kind of. I saw all the very specific time. All the supermen got together again for like a reunion thing. Yeah. Tom Welling does not look like a kid anymore. No, he does not. Chicago, 102 miles. That is perfect placement. Oh, I know what my favorite Steve Martin movie is. Little Shop of Horrors. He's barely in it, but he's so good. He's so good in it. Dentist! <laughs> this is like Neil's move here. He just cracks all of a sudden. <laughs> I love that Dell's just laughing along. Like <laughs> everything's fucked. Nice and he's guy, like, though. I'm going to laugh with you. I like how they use this sort of idea of vehicles dying in order to advance the act in the movie. Yeah. That's a fun little move. Clever. It wasn't even like the plane having to land in Wichita. It was, I guess, the bus? The train breaking down? The train down? breaking down would have, would have done it. But that seems too late know. to move yeah. it along. So maybe it was the, the plane, the Wichita night, end act one. This is definitely end of act two. Yeah. He totally stole it. <laughs> I don't think I've ever accidentally put something of someone else's in my wallet or vice versa. Like something Same. of mine. Some, it's just, yeah, sure, we're not in such a wallet heavy time anymore, but still. <laughs> what a nice guy right and it just backfired on him pun intended
Where are you supposed to be right now? Like northern Missouri? Probably somewhere mid-Illinois. Mid-Illinois? 102 miles. Yeah. That makes sense. Oh. <laughs> they can sit in the car, but they can't touch the car. <laughs> it's very hot. Amazing it still drives, though. That's something. That's actually impressive. <laughs> I wonder how long they had to wait for the, the fire to go out. That'll get him a few hours, right? Is that how it works? <laughs> sure. Yeah, me too. What's the big deal? Oh, boy. <laughs> What kind of watch are we talking here? What is that? A fucking Yankees watch or something? The pinstripes? I've never seen a watch like that. Where's he driving to? You're yeah, here. Where's he going to go? So he's just backing it into a parking spot? Do people just have money on them? Uh, like, like, I don't think I've ever not... I don't think I've ever had, like, paper money on my person that has not been in a wallet. Same. Just loose cash? Yeah, whenever I have cash, that, that's where it is. It's in my wallet. I want that painting so badly i don't know why <laughs> i don't know what it's who it is but i love it it's the sunglasses that really make it i actually got the feeling like she doesn't know where he is right now i just like it's a weird thing because this day and age you would never get that feeling. You just text right. somebody and they would tell you or share your location or whatever it is. Drop a pin. I feel like we've really lost uh, the hats in the second half of this movie. Well, we got that one there. That's a new one that he didn't have before, ever. That's true. It's got the that he somehow has acquired throughout this movie. Hidden away in his trunk, probably. It fits his face really well, though, because it's like got that really short does. brim, but then it has the ear covers, too, and it looks like it's made of leather, which is really nice because the lighting. Yeah. It's a good hat. Hat-heavy movie. You've watched this hundreds of times, huh? Never noticed? 
I never noticed just how many hats were in it until Good this Good luck watching it again. Viewing. I'll never watch it the same way again. Still haven't seen a top hat, though. Now, how would he know that he's out there? He wouldn't. And why wouldn't you close your fucking blinds? So he can check to see if Dell is out there. You got two beds. Let the guy in. Those are big-ass snowflakes. Like, chunking up on them. Yeah, they are. Dropping entire snowballs on them at once. I wish the third act of this movie had a bit of a change. That Steve Martin didn't get out of bed. Got up in the morning to go start the car, and you just see his dead Dell there, just frozen up. <laughs> and he's like, "Well, I guess I gotta get him out of the driver's seat." Weekend at Bernie's, him back to <laughs> Chicago. Abandon the car somewhere so you can walk back to. <laughs> Gotta walk back home. It'd be the perfect crime, honestly, because who would ever expect these two to get hooked up like this? They got two beds in this one. This is this one makes a little more sense, but they're also just taking advantage of that mini bar, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Getting drunk enough that they can fall asleep with each other because they're both insufferable. I love it. I Tequila I and Doritos. I like it. Sounds exotic. <laughs> when did they really start planting that seed? Very, very uh, early. It was Dell's, yeah, but it would, I feel like now they're just like, I feel like we went too long of a stretch not mentioning it, so let's just double down uh, repeatedly <laughs> until we're going to square the mentions. Yeah. Why don't we really, re it's a, it's one of those graphs, the exponential curve. His life motto was like your work, love your, love your wife. And then we didn't really talk about his wife for the whole movie. The whole like, movie. We got to talk about her a lot to make up for that. What is unique? Latin for asshole. That's a good line, too. This is such a lovely little moment, man. Yeah. I like how they're rehashing the thing we just spent an hour, 10 minutes, 20 minutes watching. <laughs> it's, I, I love whenever movies do that in order to make a point. <laughs> you remember that time? Two hours ago when we did that thing. <laughs> I don't know why when I said that, I was like thinking about the movie Titanic. Like, is there a moment in there where they rehashed everything and there sort of is at the end? Don't ask me why that was the first movie that came to mind to like test that theory out. 
listen, planes, trains, automobiles, Titanic. I get the connection. That's the only one I think. Oh, well. No, no boats. No boats in this movie. No boats. Fuck boats. Well, that's why Titanic had to come out in 1997. To, as a, uh, that's what it was. James was Cameron was just sitting in the movie theater, November 25th, 1987. And he's just like, planes, trains, and automobiles, huh? You forgot Oh, my God, boats. there's no boats. Oh, my God. I got to go write something. There's no boats in this. Now, next time I watch Titanic, I'm going to be very focused on the hats. They're all going to be period, man. Yeah, for sure there'll be a top hat in Titanic. That hat looks a lot sillier with the the ear flaps (laughs) tied up. $70 on a wristwatch. No paper trail. Get in. Right? There's that music again. Oh, man, that front wheel drive is working. (laughs) Damn. They really chase the car in there. Relax. Right? You're just drawing suspicion. I love that he's using the hand sim signals (laughs) because he doesn't have a functioning turn signal. Is that Susan Sarandon in there? Is that, is that Susan got those Sarandon? big buggy eyes like she's got. That's a new hat, too. That is a new hat. Where did you get that hat? Yeah, you're going to pull him over for speeding, officer. Not anything else involving that car. <laughs> That's the main concern here. Was that really what police lights looked like in the 80s? <laughs> nothing. That's why he has like the daytime spotlight going there, too. They're just, like, propped up there. Let me show one more light so he knows it's official. Michael McKean. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good argument. That's, That's fantastic. (laughs) he's so charming he is No way that's written. No way. Not a chance. (laughs) So what does the speeding have to do with any of this then? Right? Blah, blah, blah. 
All right, where do you think we are now? Oh, that's a great question. Because they got on the road. How far did they actually get? Got to find out where there's a wooden things in Illinois. <laughs> I love at this point, Steve Martin's just like, all right, let's just go with it. Steve Martin hasn't said a word in this movie for a good five minutes. Oh, there he goes. We're back. All right. <laughs> Steve woke up. You were just up there. Oh, they did not make it very far out of St. Louis at all. You are 102 miles outside of Chicago. Then you drove some more. And then you got impounded, and you could not have gone far from there. Now you're suddenly three hours away? Well, maybe that truck the truck's is got some it. stops to make. That is a truck that is heading east that is full of Coors in the 1970s. <laughs> Eastbound and down. Oh my gosh, it's Ashkenagan. What's Ashkenagan? I'm guessing the brand of milk. Okay. I don't know if that's like a regional thing. Yeah, okay. That much traffic going to Chicago. Okay. On Thanksgiving those, Day? Those are maybe. miniatures, I'm sure. <laughs> it's funny because his ticket was for first class. It sure was. Amazing. This is only like two full days so far. Two nights. Yeah. Character that is growth. kind of sad going St. Louis to Chicago in more than 24 hours. Like, that's that definitely. You have to try hard for that to happen, I feel like. You have to like drive the wrong way down the highway. Oh, that's why you... they got farther away. <laughs> they didn't go much farther back. <laughs> no, they didn't. Blow Google up a car. This. Google this right now. St. Louis to Chicago. Just generic. We're looking at four hours, 28 minutes, 297 miles. Okay. How funny would it be if that train just blew up? <laughs> All highway for the of most it is. part. It is just a straight shot. Reorient phone. I opened it and it just said like facing like south southeast for some reason. It's just fifty five the entire way. Yeah. It is one road. It's yeah. It's a very easy trip. Long but easy. That's a fake turkey. Yeah, it looked like it was made of glass. Oh, God, Schindler's List with a candle! No! (laughs) 
That must be like so uncomfortable, Steve Martin. There's like react to this thought. Apparently, <laughs> this was all. Um, they didn't actually film this. This was a, a deleted scene. That he didn't even know that it was running. He was practicing lines and stuff and just reacting to stuff. This is what I read, which doesn't sound right to me because that, he's that, like, no, he's that he's is intentional. What he's emoting doing. and yeah. Man, unless Steve Martin's face just does that naturally. I don't know. It's possible. He's got it's a face. Jowly at a point. He does that like Steve Martin jowly look. Like puffs yeah. up the bottom of his mouth. Oh, that's yep. He's coming to a realization. I They're feel like Phil Steve. Collins should start mm-hmm. singing right here. Ends in a bro hug. I can feel it. Movie ends with Steve Martin charging at the train station. Dell's not there. And he's like, what? 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 Oh. And it just cuts to Dell slamming Neil's wife. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's the ending that this movie deserves. <laughs> See, there's a jolly look. So jolly. You got sidewalks, folks. We got the side of the road, in fact. It is a good shot, though. Yeah. Kevin! Man, this movie is just so damn good. Like, everything it really about is. it works. Because you have the charm, you have the humor, you have the stakes. I mean, they're naturally built in there. Oh, there's a little drama. There is. You're never, you're never quite sure if he's going to make it home or not in time. It's like the widest door frame ever. It's huge. Well, it's got to be that way to get all those McAllister kids out at once. <laughs> That's true. I don't think it's the same house. You know, it probably yeah, that... is the same house, but I don't think it's the same house. No, I actually read that they had to build a whole house with seven rooms for this movie. And it cost like $100,000. And the studio was pissed. Why is she acting all weird? Can people just in this house act normal? Jesus. She didn't know where he was. He couldn't just drop a pin. It's either snowing outside or static outside. I can't decide. (laughs) The reception on outside is coming in fuzzy. Why is she crying? He's home? She's so After happy. a moderately Dave. difficult journey. It's been three days. She didn't know if he's going to make it in time for Thanksgiving dinner. I had to go all the way from Wichita to Chicago. The horror. An absolute nightmare. 
Oh, what a film. Ah, absolutely beautiful. <laughs> Dell has a black eye because he, um, in a deleted scene, he got punched in the face by Neil. I love it. This just got punched in the tummy. And, I was, and now Amazon wants me to, or what is it? Well, I watch this on Paramount Plus wants me to watch Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That's what and I got too. I may. So, I'm well, considering it. No, I'm going we'll, to save we'll that see one what for happens. another time. Guys, have a happy Thanksgiving. I hope you guys actually watched the, the movie along with us talking about it, or else it's just weird. Not that we talked about the movie very much for a lot of it, but we covered all sorts of stuff. If you weren't watching, at least you know how many different kinds of hats are in the movie now. The more you know. Do, 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 do. Brian, you got anything else? That is not it for me, because thanks for listening. Rate, review, subscribe. Oh, all the stuff. Check out our Patreon this month. We're doing maybe an Iron Man commentary? Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. It's about time. We're doing it. <laughs> it's overdue, for sure. And uh, join us on all of our socials, at Pod on Twitter, at Movie everywhere else. But besides all that, anything else? That's it. Fantastic. We'll see everybody next week when we're talking about Samurai Cop. You're going to want to listen to that one. We'll see you then.